0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to week number 16 here on the DFS Dreamer podcast on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. Week 16, there's only like 18 weeks, I know I got the playoffs here coming up here, but but still, it's almost over, it's almost done, we only got like three more current tournaments on DraftKings left to go.
1: I know, it's sad, like football, you wait for it to get here, and you do all the drafts and the mock drafts, and then it just leaves so quickly. Uh, And you know, even an extra week, you you feel like you know it's gonna be longer. But the football season just flies through. Uh, We got a few more weeks. uh, Got a chance to make some money, make some lineup. So hopefully we can end the year strong.
0: Yeah, well, we've been going pretty strong. Either you or I, it seems like, one of us places on a lot of different contests that we have. And, of course, we always have that DraftKings contest linked up to this show and everything that you could participate in. That room fills up pretty quick. Uh, we're during the holidays. I think I, we, we we still had a couple spots open last week, Pierre. But I think people were like, oh, man, I ain't playing this week. Too many COVID-related injuries and stuff like that. Just It was a weird week <laughs> last week.
1: It was chaos. I mean, it was, it was insane. I think that and... Like we mentioned, we got some heavy hitters. Uh, I know, like, I've had friends that, like, quit playing against me because I take their money. And so I'm sure that's the case as well. You got guys that were in there, they realized they didn't have a chance, uh, so they just stopped joining that way as well.
0: Well, no, every, you know everybody has a chance. Everybody has a chance each and every week. Yeah. And to me, the competition makes me a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like I, I have to be a little wiser. I have to think a little bit more. I have to slap my head against the wall and go, "Why'd you pick that guy, Wesley?" You know, I, I do that to myself sometimes. Every once in a while. <laughs> That's why I talk the way I do. I get a little concussed before the show every once in a while. But hey, Pierre is on location this week. He he is. Uh, hopefully, we are going to be able to unite and meet each other face to face for the first time. I think we're going to try and make that happen happened pierre so uh that boy that's why he may sound a little bit weird but he's always over there on twitter at peewee 31 on twitter you can find me as well at loafing on twitter don't forget to follow the show at fi today with a little underscore now pierre we got to get into this DraftKings stuff here very fast very quick we always shoot for a half hour show it doesn't happen uh, it, does, uh, <laughs> very, you know, it doesn't happen but we try uh So let's jump over here to the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes starts us off. He's at the top of the quarterback list. Not even a quarterback at 8K this week. Mahomes is sitting there at 7,700. Let's take it all the way down to Stafford. Okay, Stafford, who is at 6,700. And let's play a little bit naughty or nice this week, all right? Because we try to get the three times the lineup here on, on DFS Dreamer Podcast. So let's see if you think Matthew Stafford will be naughty this weekend, or is he going to be nice to that three times the value?
1: So, so, which one's
0: the good one? <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, naughty is bad. Nice is good. Okay.
1: So, Stafford's going to be nice. Uh, I like Stafford again. He, he grades out the best. Um, he, he graded out well uh, when it came to the last game as well. I was really on you know, Cooper Cup, but then he got moved off the slate uh, because of the COVID stuff. So, hopefully that did not happen again this week. Uh, but I like Stafford. Nice. Going up against the Vikings. him a lot of points through the air. Uh, so give me Stafford as a nice on the nice list for sure.
0: Yeah. Three times uh, there. The Minnesota is third in giving up the most draft Kings points. I think I said that right. Uh, so 6,700 yeah. 6, seems like that's a pretty good. One. Do you think that uh, Minnesota has a book on him or he has a book on Minnesota on how to play each other? You know, it's just been a year removed since the last time they probably played. I know he was hurt a little bit last year. Uh,
1: I think it'd be him. Um the reason I say that is that, you know, he's played the Vikings. He's played that defense, that coaching resume. And, Whereas the the Vikings haven't played Stafford with McVay. Uh, he's on a different team, different weapons. Okay. So yeah, it's still Stafford, but he has a completely different offensive scheme, different players, and it's hard to prepare for that uh, when you haven't played that team, uh, that, that coaching, that offensive repertoire, etc. cetera.
0: Pierre, I had some breaking news before we went on the air. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have hired the Los Angeles Charger trainer from last year that uh, doctored up. Uh, who who was who was it that he doctored
1: up? <laughs> Tyrod.
0: Tyrod Taylor to kind of you know do a little physical therapy on Lamar Jackson because Tyler Huntley looked very very good in that quarterback position. But if he Lamar did. Jackson gets those reins again at 6,900, can he pay it off against the Cincinnati Bengals?
1: Uh, he's naughty for me. Um, I, I don't like him. Just coming in this week for one, the, the ankle has clearly been an issue because of the time that he's missed. Uh, a lot of his upsides, you know, with his running ability, and you can't expect him to just come back like like everything was 100. percent. You know, I'm guessing if he comes back, he's still totally gonna be banged up. Uh, he did miss practice again uh, when it comes to today, so uh, we could get Huntley again, and that news really messed up my 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 lineup the most because uh, I had Mark Andrews, uh, and I went Rogers. I went Rogers Adams. I brought it back with Andrews. And then when, when uh, Huntley was the, the play, I got off of Andrews and went with a uh, running back, and it just it messed up my whole life. I still cash, but it was it was hurtful to see Andrews just explode with Huntley. And so that's something to keep in mind. If Huntley, if Huntley does play, it uh, could open up Andrews again when we get the tight end. But I'm a naughty uh, when it comes to uh, Lamar Jackson this week.
0: Justin Herbert at 7,200 against those Houston Texans.
1: Yeah, he's on a nice list. Uh, I still like Herbert quite a bit. Uh Texans aren't great. Uh, Davis Mills, a good call there. He he played better Thank on the road. You. I was like, look at West Go. Brandon Cook Thank big day. A, a good way. My, my wife was like, where was this with Juicy? You know, you got the <laughs> Cook stuff right. Why can't get Juicy right? But I mean, no, I, I do like Herbert a lot. Good matchup. They're right in the thick of things for the wild card. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. they kind of
1: fall behind the Chiefs for their division. But they're they're in that playoff hunt. He's gonna need to play well. I think he will. I got Herbert on nicely.
0: Very weird matchup here: Tom Brady versus the Carolina Panthers at seventy-four hundred for three times the value. He's got to get to twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three somewhere in that neighborhood. But he's missing twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three wide receivers, <laughs> I think. So, what do you what do you think about Tom Brady this this week?
1: Yeah, this is tough because of what he's missing, like you stated. Um, I know I'm still alive somehow in the, the Scott Fishbow. Hey, uh, but I have Fournette and I had Mike Evans, so I'm going to this conference final a little banged up myself, but. The tough, tough part, like you said, you know, Gotlin's out for the year. Uh, Fournette's likely out for the year. Even Evans has a hamstring itself. I think the, the key is going to be if Antonio Brown is back healthy. I think if he's healthy, he's going to open up some some things, uh, give Brady at least a solid option there at wide out besides Gronk. I think he can get there, but I'll probably stick with Noddy just because of the layoff uh, that Antonio Brown's had and the fact that his other weapons are going to be pretty brutal outside of A.B. and Gronk.
0: Yeah, I I can understand that. Josh Allen against the Patriots, 7,500. Seems like he's on the naughty list.
1: Yeah, he's on the naughty list. The defense is solid. They're good. They're a big matchup, probably one of the biggest ones of the the week. I'm going to keep him on the naughty list. Uh, I think the Bills might go in there and win this game, but he's still going to be on the naughty list for me.
0: Mahomes at 7,700 against Pittsburgh Steelers, who are not the Pittsburgh Steelers defense that we are used to.
1: Hey or not, I'm going to have him on the nice list just because okay. of that. Like the Steelers' defense is not great. They're better with TJ Watt. Like he brings a, an actual dynamic to that defense. Uh, but you look at this game as an arrowhead, the Chiefs are trying to hold on to that one seed, get the the the, the buy when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, they're starting to click a little bit. You got to watch his weapons too, though. Mm. Uh, you look at right now, Kelsey and Tyreek are on the COVID list. So if they can't clear, you know, he could go to the 90 list himself, but. If they're clear and they're ready to go, I, I do like Mahomes on the nice list.
0: I agree. And and even if he's missing just one of those guys, it, it makes me a little bit nervous. I think I, I'm going to stay away from Mahomes if he's missing just one of those guys, because then you can double the other one and try to take him away. Uh, and there's not, boy, the depth there in Kansas City is just not, not very it. deep.
1: I know it. It's tough. But, I mean, that's why they, that's ultimately why they drafted Nicole Hartman is, the, you know, Tyreek got into the. The legal trouble with uh, some of his personal life. And so they drafted Hartman to kind of be that replacement. And he is not. He is not close. So they're, they're going to be in trouble if either one of those guys miss, as you stated.
0: Jalen Hurts at 6,400, all the way down to uh, Benjamin. I have Benjamin at 55. Oh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I did put Benjamin. 5,500. <laughs> I have in this group, I have two guarantees. Pierre, two rocks to hit three times their value this week. Can you figure out who they are as you as you sit there and ponder on this? Kirk Cousins, uh, Kirk, Jalen Hurts, 6,400. Kirk Cousins, 62. Russell Wilson, 61. Tyler Huntley at 6,000. I don't know if I put him in there. Joe Burrow at 5,900. Derek Carr, 58. Cam Newton, Davis Mills, and Benjamin Roethlisberger at 5,500.
1: I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow
0: is one of those guys Baltimore Ravens just they let up a lot of points through the air I think the last time I had it written down somewhere I think I looked at it yesterday he had a good game against Baltimore last time I can't tell you how many DraftKings points he had exactly I can't in (laughs) a minute if I stall long enough I probably could but Joe Burrow through the air I think against Baltimore does a really good job last time he had 31 DraftKings points so he'll be able to hit that value pretty easily
1: yeah he played really well and that was there in Baltimore Uh, when it comes to that last matchup there. So, um, really big, again, another big game uh, right up there with with Buffalo and the Patriots, Mm -hmm. division rivals fighting for the playoffs. But I I do like Burrow also, so I could definitely see him and see why he's on that list. And the the other one, I think I'll go up to the top, I'll go Jalen Hurts because he he dislikes Miles Sanders and and keeps doing all his touchdowns. (laughs)
0: he does doesn't he I I, you know it it was a toss-up between Hertz and Russell Wilson and then as I dove into it a little bit more I said man Russ just isn't showing up. And I don't know, who knows what will end up happening by Sunday. But I think that, pretty, for the most part, Seattle's out of the playoff picture. They need uh, to sweep the rest of the year, and they need everybody else to lose the rest of the year, I think, which is yeah. ain't going to happen. And so I wonder how much he actually plays. I wonder how much he shows up. I I, just, I wonder some of those things. So I'm going to take Russell Wilson off my list. But usually the, whoever the quarterback is tears it up against Chicago. So if Geno Smith gets the start there, I'm personally excited to see Geno Smith get a start there. There in that situation, but Jalen Hurts is my other option there at 6,400 against the Giants team, who just they've they're done, they're they've, they're on vacation already.
1: Yeah, and like I said, he's just he's just running the ball in like two quarterback sneaks after Sanders did all the work. So he get that rushing upside, he, he's starting to throw the ball much better. You know, earlier in the year, I didn't really like his accuracy, you know, coming into this season. Uh, while I kind of passed up on him on some redraft stuff, but he, he's been accurate. Uh, he's kind of targeting Goddard. And, you know, he's got Devonte Smith. So I do like Hurts. And like you said, the, the Giants are, are kind of done for the season, rolling out Glennon, uh Jake Fromm. So they've, they've kind of thrown in a town so they could really have a big matchup here for Philly, uh, who's still fighting for a wild card spot.
0: Yeah. And I don't know that I saw anybody else there that I really liked. Cam Newton has a good one on paper, but Tampa Bay, the defense is going to show up here. Cam Newton put up a lot of DraftKings points last week, I believe, but I don't think that it's going to happen this week.
1: Yeah, you just don't know it, Cam. Like the reports are saying that Darnold, you know, is going to be activated. He could get some some snaps as well. So it's just tough. You don't you don't know what that situation is going to play out to be uh, there in Carolina. Plus the the Bucks have a really good uh, run defense. They kind of held you know both Kamara and Taysom Hill in uh, check the week before, even though they couldn't score themselves. Uh, so it'd be tough to play Cam. I don't mind Roethlisberger there at the bottom, fifty uh, yeah. five hundred. I expect them to, to kind of trail. Um, he tends to do uh, a little better when he's trailing. Uh, has to kind of throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, so you look at that, you know, 25 attempts last week in a close game with the Titans. But Minnesota, Baltimore, he's 31, 40, 41, 40. Uh, so if he can get behind, uh, he might get some catch-up points, some garbage time points there against the Chiefs. Uh, then the other one I probably take a look at is just Kirk Cousins, uh, just because his his weapons there. He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Cook. Again, it's going to be a really good matchup against the Rams. They may have to put up points, though. I like the Rams' defense. Uh, Cousins has weapons himself, and he seems to do pretty well at home. Uh, So I don't mind Cousins if he has to, but those are probably the other two I at least like to mention.
0: We'll go at 5,400 with Jared Goff, who's on the COVID list right now. Don't know if he'll be clear. Don't know all the protocol things, all that stuff. So we'll go ahead and mm-hmm. say Jared Goff, which, by the way, you know, uh, Tim Doyle, I think, is his back up there, who will be pretty cheap. And last time Tim Doyle got the uh, – or Tim, Tim Doyle? Is it Tim Doyle or Boyle? Boyle. 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 Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. Tim Boyle ended up with 1.1 DraftKings points. So don't fall <laughs> for that, trap. Don't fall Do for that out Jared Goff is at 5400 against an Atlanta team that gives up a lot of points to quarterbacks if Jared Goff is cleared and Jared Goff can play I'm taking Jared Goff I like that Pierre we're going rest of field from here Uh, who else do you see that you might like
1: Uh, I like Matt Ryan uh, right there same price same matchup uh, at home against the Lions 5400 for Ryan Uh, you hope that he has to throw the ball uh, which you don't know if that'll be the case here but you're still not looking for, for much from him. He does have, you know, Kyle Pitts there. He's starting to get a connection with Russell Gage. I wish they'd get Cordell Patterson back involved uh, in the pass catching. For some reason, they started to treat him as a running back, kind of like the Bears did mm-hmm. uh, last year versus what they were doing earlier in the year with getting him involved out of the backfield to catch passes. But they can get that back going. I don't mind Matt Ryan there at 5400 I feel like that's a pretty good price for him. Uh don't really like anyone else down here um justin fields potentially uh, yeah. against seattle their, their defense can can be beatable uh, you saw even against you know the the vikings he got there in garbage time he got 17 uh threw for 285 and a touchdown uh rushed for another 35 so uh, justin fields at 5200 potentially uh if you think that seattle's really giving up and they, they run out geno smith it could be a game where fields can have a, a sneaky good spot here
0: yeah, that was going to be one of my other plays was Justin Fields. Just because of that, for some reason the Bears have not yet quit on uh, Matt Nagy. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm, I've quit on them at home. I, <laughs> I don't. But good for them. And Justin Fields maybe is just out there, and he's, he seems like a pretty tough kid, a pretty, pretty strong little warrior. Well, Drew Locke, I got to ask that question because he's going to be one of the cheaper backups that are going to play because Teddy Bridgewater is out. Fifty-one hundred against the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: No, I don't trust Drew Locke. I I think they'll try to to run Gordon and Javante pretty hard in this game, uh, not have to put the ball in Locke's hands too much, so I'm going to pass on Drew.
0: Let's head over to tight ends, Pierre, and Travis Kelsey is sitting on top of that board. Him and Mark Andrews are having a nice little juicy battle, a juicy little battle there for the top fantasy tight end in the league this year, and Kelsey's at 7,300 this week. Mark Andrews is at 7K. I know Kelsey's on the COVID list. He's been vaccinated, so it's probably going to, uh, with the new NFL protocols, he'll probably be out there on Sunday is what I'm anticipating. Let's just say he plays. Who do you like better, Kelsey or Andrews, if you're going to pay up? For him this week.
1: Um, it's going to depend on who the Ravens quarterback is. If it's Huntley, I might like Andrews better. Uh, oh. If it's Lamar, I think I'll still stick with, with Kelsey. Uh, but that's kind of a breakdown. Like Huntley's really got a report. Seems like with Andrews, uh, you saw the big back-to-back games that he's had with him. He's gotten 13, 11 targets, over 100 yards, touchdowns in each game, double-digit receptions. Uh, so if Huntley plays, I think I'll take Andrews. If not, and it's Lamar, I'll probably go with Kelsey.
0: I want to know, I want to know, what in the world, if we go from our tier here of 7,300 with Travis Kelsey all the way down to 5,100 with Dallas Goldeir, what in the world is Kyle Pitts doing in this draft? Who does he know at DraftKings and he's bribing them, threatening them or whatever to keep them up here in this tier? He's at 5,800. The kid barely gets over 10 a week. I mean, it's just, it's just not feasible for us to hit three times the value with him. Do not pick Kyle Pitts.
1: I'm guessing people keep picking him and that's why like part of their algorithm uh, ties in the ownership, roster ship of players. And a lot of guys keep playing him in hopes that, you know, they can catch him, you know, lower owned and, you know, kinda go off because they don't have Ridley. You know, the, the Falcons are in spots where they, you know, they, they, they are trailing, they have to pass. You look at, you know, two of the last three, Tampa, San Francisco, they were down and had to pass the ball. Uh, he's gotten, you know, seven, six, seven targets. So he's getting targets. He just can't quite hit that ceiling that you need. So I think that just kind of plays in the algorithm, though, is that that folks do keep playing him in hopes that he can have some of those games that he had, you know, week five, week seven, where he put up 20-plus
0: yeah, but that's the only two weeks he's put up almost anything above 11 or 10. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, I don't I don't know what he's doing up there. And once again, it's always that fantasy rule to never take a rookie tight end because he just won't pay off for you in the long run, not just DraftKings wise, but also in redraft leagues uh, throughout the the season. All right. So the rest of the field there, do you see anybody else that you'd like to play or that you would want to play? To me, Dallas Goddard, He he really has kind of shown up and to see Jalen Hurts use him last week. Makes me say that Goddard is going to end up being that number one wide receiver in Philly like they paid him to do.
1: Yeah, it seemed like it. I know I mentioned him last week, and there was the question of whether it was just Minshew or not. So it was good to see that wasn't the case. Uh, Started off a little rocky with the interception off the back of his uh, heel to start that game. But, you know, he he came along, seven catches, 135, nine targets. So I do like Goddard quite a bit, or or Groudet as I believe you called him earlier. <laughs> uh, going down a little, uh, got to watch Fryer move. Uh, he's in the concussion protocol currently. If he does play, uh, Kansas City does struggle against the tight ends. I wouldn't mind Fryer move if he plays. Uh, other than that, it's probably cheaper, guys. Um, C.J. Uzano, uh, 3K, I feel like is in a pretty good spot. Had a, a big outcome uh, against the Ravens earlier this year with 24 points, uh, three catches, 91 yards, two touchdowns. I uh, wouldn't mind taking a chance on him. Uh, if you are gonna play Fields, you know you might be able to put him up with Uh He saw tar uh, nine nine targets himself uh, against the Vikings for thirteen points. You take thirteen uh, for sure. at His price tag at three point three, so I don't mind them down a little cheaper there. Oh,
0: I, if we're going to go cheap options, you know I'm all over that pier. And, and by the way, uh, the Raiders struggle against tight ends, so Noah Fant is in play for me. But but then the Drew Locke situation really bugs me. And then the big O, uh, Albert O, he, he's at 3,100, but then the Drew Locke situation scared me off of him as well. But I think Jimmy Graham this week going against the Seattle Seahawks as a revenge game kind of a thing. And, and I know he only sees those three targets a game, but those three targets are right down there near the end zone. And he, and he would have caught a <laughs> touchdown last week, and he would have got us to that. Nine ten DraftKings points. He's only at uh, what is what is he at this week? He is at twenty nine hundred. So he's he's right there at that area if you're going to try and save money. And he ended up missing last week due to an injury. But who was it? Brian Jordan, Brandon Jordan over there at Houston. Brevin. Brendan Brevin Jordan. Brendan Jordan at twenty five hundred. I Brevin, I still
1: like Brevin Knight.
0: Brevin? Oh, like Brevin yes. Knight. Oh, like yes. the old who's was it? There a Cavalier point guard with the last yes. name Knight too?
1: That's him. Oh, it was, there was. Brevin played for the Cavs, but so did uh, Brandon. Brandon,
0: I yeah. out of Kentucky. Yeah, that was the guy on NBA Live 99. I think I really like him. <laughs> uh, Jordan at 2500 for the Houston. I like him a lot. He he got 12 DraftKings points the last time he was in there. Only 2500 DraftKings dollars there, so he's going to really pay off that three times the value if he plays. Keep your eye on the situation. He was a healthy inactive last week, so that that's the only thing that scares me about him.
1: Yeah, um, but again, he was a, hes a rookie, uh, by the way. I believe out of Miami, fourth or fifth round pick. Uh, really didn't get to see the field a lot earlier, but they're—they're they're starting to turn young, and he's getting his chance. So he could definitely, definitely get there if he's still on the field like he has been uh, the week before.
0: James O'Shaughnessy is at 3,200 as well, going against the Jets. I think that's a really good matchup. And uh, if he falls into the end zone, he's, he's, he's gotten 10 DraftKings points, I think, the last couple of weeks in a row. I know he did last week anyway. I'd hate to pick any Jaguars, but they're going against the Jets, man. They're going against the Jets.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think James Robinson is the only Jag I really like. I thought they kind of you know, had that that big boost. You know, Irvin was gone, new coach, new beginnings, and they, they got smacked. <laughs> smacked with by the Texans, so. Uh, tough to play any of them, but again, it is the Jets, so it, it's it's always possible. I think I'll probably stick with J. Rob myself.
0: I understand, and I will say the Parnum News is good right now. I don't know that he practiced necessarily, but if he ends up suiting up and playing, I think that they're going to want to try to get him a touchdown against the Houston Texans. He's at twenty five hundred I hate to say things like that, but you know if you if you got to use the situation to your benefit if you can, and Parnum jr at twenty five hundred if he finds the end zone that'll that'll be able to pay off three times the value as well if you want to save some money there and spend up for it in other places pierre i'm ha- I have ideas i have <laughs>
1: have ideas Pierre. <laughs> okay that was scary so i'm glad he's he's doing well he checked out uh early in the game so good for him i'm not sure he'll play uh, but if he does uh, if, i mean he can take a shot i probably won't but good price and like you said it allows you to spend up elsewhere which i'm guessing is where you're getting ready to jump
0: Over at wide receiver Pierre, we have got starting us off the highest priced player on the field this week, Cooper Cup at ninety one hundred, and I think it's back into that area or that territory of always play Cooper Cup, as you like to say. Let's take it all the way down to uh, uh, Allen at seventy seven hundred. Okay, we're gonna take it all the way down to seventy seven hundred, which is only
1: four players, right? uh, I know you uh, said all the way down. I'm like, that's only four people. Well, the reason why
0: is because I want to jam all four of these players in my DraftKings lineup, Cup, Hill, Jefferson, Allen—all four of them into my lineup—and I tried to earlier, and it was mathematically impossible, Pierre. Ah, I was so disappointed. I, was, I even put Ooh. the twenty-five hundred. I put the twenty-three. I put the lowest-priced defense in there, and I still was mathematically impossible. So, if I can only pick three out of these four, which one of these kids will not be treating me nice on Christmas weekend, Pierre?
1: i'd say jefferson um which is tough because he, he's definitely talented but he, he's going up against Ramsey. uh that good Rams secondary would be my concern uh you just saw metcalf i know metcalf not not justin jefferson but you just kind of saw what he did but even more so like if Thielen still isn't back and, and can't take away you know some of that attention all they have to worry about is osborne i, I really feel that jefferson could be in for a, a rough time if that's the case
0: Oh, that's, that's okay. That's the one. I, and if Tyreek Hill doesn't play, then I'm going ahead and playing Jefferson. You know what I mean? I mean, I, oh, I just,
1: God. I want all four. I, I did. I
0: said, I want all four. And I tried to jam them in there and it couldn't happen. I was like, ah, it's I'm fighting it. <laughs> I'm an evil scientist, man. It got hurt. You know, it's just, that's uh, why they're a seller cat. They knew it too. They knew it. They did it on purpose to me. You know, DraftKings, you know how they are. Uh, yeah, let's to go 7,600. You. Let's go from Diggs all the way down to Devonta Smith at 6,000, 6K. Just give me two or three, th- three of these guys that you like here in this area between Diggs, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, of course, is out on injured reserve, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, Mike Evans then could be in the lineup for a big day, uh, but he does have that hamstring injury, Adam Thielen, Hunter Renfro, Tyler Lockett, who will probably be activated because that's going to be a long time in between COVID tests or whatever, DK yeah. Metcalf, Brandon Cooks now on the COVID list. I just saw that. He popped up over here on my COVID list. Uh, T. Higgins, Mike uh, Mike Williams, and Devonta Smith.
1: Yeah, I like T. Higgins, um, which means he's not going to do anything because whenever I like him, he doesn't do anything. But uh, I've
0: I've duly noted that. Okay, I've (laughs) duly noted that. Uh,
1: 6,200, the game in Denver, you know, kind of a slugfest. uh, So you really didn't see many points scored there. I think we see points. Uh, in this game with the Ravens, regardless of whether it's Lamar or Huntley on the other side, but I do like him at 6200, looking for just above 18. Uh, he's done that three out of the last four games, so I don't mind Higgins here in this price range. Uh, I think Renfro could get back on the the, the gravy train a little bit here. Uh, he kind of let folks down in that game uh, against Cleveland, but I could I could see them kind of get him back involved. He got to watch the the whole Waller situation. I think he's probably still going to be out, but. If he is, I can see them kind of getting Winfrey win back involved here at home uh, against the Broncos. So I don't mind him at sixty eight hundred again if Waller's out again.
0: Yeah, I, c- I can understand that sentiment exactly. To me, and Lockett- then
1: Deontay Johnson, because mm-hmm. I, I know you said two, but I didn't. I played him last week and he sucked.
0: Yeah, so I'd be am Not going
1: to play him this week and he's going to go nuts. So okay, Deontay Johnson. <laughs>
0: I did too, and I put Ben in there at quarterback. And I'm going,
1: why has he got a snowflake on there? That's a that's like a racist
0: oh. term to do that to him. I mean, that's that's terrible. All right, uh, let's say, for me, the Chicago team has Lockett and DK going up against them. And and once again, if Russell Wilson's not playing, I don't know, Russ has Russ quit or whatever. If Geno Smith ends up getting that start there for some reason, I don't mind putting Lockett in there. or, or, or I'm sorry, DK in there especially. Just because of what DK was able to do with Geno Smith the last time that they kind of, it it were able to pair up, that was a huge—I think it was a Thursday night game even, maybe even a Sunday night. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, um, it could definitely— take place. I think that they really lose something when Lockett doesn't play because he's that good he's that good scramble receiver like when Russ is back in the pocket running around. Lockett's the guy that knows how to get open. Um, and a lot of times defenses have to account for that. So he, he gets that cap open a bit as well. Uh, so I do think Lockett would need to be back in order for you to really want to play some of the Seahawks. Uh, you would obviously know the Bears defense a little better than me, but they they played Devontae Adams pretty well, or at least 10 to most of the time until last game, I guess. Uh, so it'd be tough for me to, to play Metcalf. Plus, they just haven't really connected um, like I thought they would at some point this season. It just hasn't happened between him and Russell Wilson.
0: Let's go from 5,900 and Russell Gage down mm-hmm. to 5,000 and Jerry. Uh, no, 5,900. That's just a 5,900 field that's here where we are, okay? The 5,900s, because I thought that there was more than one Russell Gage, Marquise Brown, and DJ Moore, those those three guys, okay, 59, okay. 58 and fifty seven hundred. Uh, what of those three will pay off three times the value? Will they bring us a present? Which one do you think? I think that will be Pierre.
1: Uh, Marquise Brown.
0: I'd like to – Once again, if Huntley's playing, I think so. Lamar Jackson um, playing, I don't think so. So I left him off there. I think Russell Gage possibly could yeah. get there. Yeah, he, he's just. He's gotten 20 DraftKings points the last time that he was there, uh, and and then 10, then 26, and then 18. So maybe this is the low week. But, man, he's seeing the targets. He's seeing the volume each and every week. Those targets were down at six whenever he got the 10 DraftKings points. But two out of the last three weeks, he's gotten 12 targets. So that usually is a recipe for success.
1: Yeah, the targets are are good to see. Um, I know we, we mentioned him a week or two ago as well when we compared him, I think, to Gallup, and we went with Gage and He's he's basically getting what folks thought Pitts would get. So when when Ridley decided to you know handle that the personal issues he had going on, what Russell Gage is doing these last you know three out of four weeks that's what that's what folks are thinking about Pitts and that's why Pitts is still priced at fifty eight hundred. But it's all going mm-hmm. to Gage, so I do think he's in play for sure. What about uh, ASB? Because
0: that's the only way I can say his name, and that's what it is in my uh-huh. head for Detroit fifty six hundred. Yeah, Is he real or, think, or what?
1: I mean, he seems to be. I, I played him last week, and he worked out real well. Um, my concern is if Goff misses. I don't, I don't think I can do it with Boyle. Uh, if golf is in. Yeah, I, I think he can go back to the rail with, with, with Tim Boyle. I just don't think he's very good at all. Uh, I'll probably just avoid the Lions. But, yeah, I think he's, I think he's legit. Uh, Let me remind is, you,
0: is Tim Boyle got 1.1 DraftKings points <laughs> the last time he started for the DraftKings. <laughs> right hey, I bet – Van Jefferson or Odell Beckham? Is this going to flip flop, or is this Van Jefferson playing second fiddle to Cooper Cup now?
1: I like Jefferson a lot. I liked him coming out of Florida uh, last year. I, I thought he would get on the field a little bit more uh, than Reynolds, uh, who was there at the time. Uh, I think it's just going to depend. Um, Jefferson's kind of that big play uh, type of guy that they use, whereas Beckham will probably see more targets usually uh, here or there. So I think I still lean Beckham. He's also the the prima madonna um, so he's going to be the one that's, you know, over complaining if he's not getting the ball. Uh, so you got to take that into account as well. Um, they, they brought him there for a reason, uh, probably made him a promise, you know, that, that he would be involved. So I think I'd take Beckham, but I do like Van Jefferson as well, but I take Beckham over him just because of the, the name and the stature.
0: I think it matters whether or not Odell Beckham's father is in the, is in the stands or not is what it is. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: let's go to the rest of the field here and see if we see anybody that we like. I think a lot of people are going to want to be on Gabriel Davis, but I just mm-hmm. see him going up against those Patriots. And I'm like, nah, I think I'll skip.
1: No, I'm not going to skip him. Um, I do like Gabe Davis again. He's probably my biggest regret when it comes to last week uh, that I didn't play him. I talked about him. I didn't play him on Fanduel. I didn't play him on DraftKings because I, I try to get cute and get up to Deontay Johnson, but uh, Belichick tends to try to take away your your best player, and I'm going to guess he doesn't think that Gabe Davis uh, is probably going to be Stefan Diggs, uh, which should open up things for, for Gabe Davis. I know Beasley's on the, the COVID list is going to miss. Uh, you got to watch for the uh, Sanders news. It looks like he's questionable right now. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice, so if Emmanuel Sanders is back. I think that actually helps out you know, Gabriel Davis as well because it, it gets him to be that third guy again. Uh, and kind of far down the, the Belichick radar, I guess you could say. So I don't mind Gabe
0: Davis this week. Okay. All right. I had to put it out there to talk about it. I, I'm still staying away from him because it is the New England Patriots, but you might, be, you might be right. I mean, it's just you you might be right, but it's going to be a tough sledding to me for Josh Allen on Sunday. Uh, let's see here. The other guys, uh, I'm not going to say Marvin Jones. He always jumps off the page at me. He jumps off the page at me every week. What about the Tampa Bay guys uh, to replace – uh godwin and being out and and possibly even mike evans being out should we key I in think on anybody the there? Antonio one's
1: going to be Antonio Brown if he's back. Uh, Antonio Brown's only 4900 uh we, we saw the report that he has at Brady uh, before the injury. Uh have to assume he's going to be healthy. You know, he's been missing because of the whole uh, fake vaccination uh, stuff. So if he's healthy, uh, he's going to be probably the, the main weapon there for Brady. So I love Antonio Brown if he's if he's back. Uh look like he was limited in practice himself. Uh, so I do like him quite a bit at 4,900. I'm not sure I can touch uh, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, um, even Perryman if he plays. I'm not sure. I think it's just going to be uh, some running with Ronald Jones and then uh, some Antonio Brown with some Gronk. So I don't know. Um, Hartman, I don't know if you want me to go to the rest of the field, but Hartman, if, if Tyreek misses, I think he'll be in play. He's He's pretty cheap right now. Again, it's only if Tyreek misses, but at thirty five hundred against the Steelers, I think you can play Maco Hartman. I feel like he's in a pretty good spot if if Tyreek's out. Uh, Laquan Treadwell as well. He's continuing to get targets uh, nine, six, five, and eight uh, there for Jacksonville. Um, I know, like I said, don't really play the Jags except J. Rob. But if you need someone cheap, uh, Treadwell at thirty five hundred, I think it's going to be in play. Also, probably more than Berrios.
0: Don't forget about right, my yes. guy, That's Braxton guy. Berrios. Yes,
1: uh, yeah, 3,500 though up, uh, I was like, Wait, thinking, well, who plays Braxton Berrios? Like, I played him quite a bit last year when Connor was out So that was actually pretty smart
0: yeah, But at 3500 he's he's just about maxed out there for any yeah. For terms, that three times the value that we like to get on our DFS Dreamer podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. That is Pierre, who is on location this week, and I appreciate him making time to be able to get on this podcast. You can follow him over there on Twitter, on Twitter, at PWE31 on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me at Loafinit, and don't forget to follow the show at Fi Today with a little underscore. Thank you so much for subscribing, liking, sharing this podcast. We hope we're bringing you a little Christmas cheer this week, Pierre. And I think part of that Christmas (laughs) cheer has to do with defenses. Defenses this week, I think, could pay off pretty good because whenever I've gone over there, I've looked at the bottom of it and I said, I do not mind possibly playing the Panthers at 2,300. Uh, Tampa Bay had a really struggling time last week. I know the New Orleans Saints have got their number. I know the New Orleans Saints are one of those really tough defenses uh, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to go up against, and they just seem to have a book on Brady. But, man, the Panthers the, the Panthers might be able to do the same thing if Godwin and Evans are both out.
1: Uh probably that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Saints, I mean, you can look at the, the track record. They they clearly got something figured out with, with Brady. You can't say that for the Panthers, I don't feel. So I, I don't think I'd go that route. Um, it'd be tough. But I, even then, like, they had a pretty good stretch in the middle of the season. But here lately, you know, Buffalo 31, Matt Ryan put up 29, Tua 33, Heineke and the, the football team 27. So they just haven't. They haven't been able to really do much uh, to stop anyone. And, you know, that's not Tom Brady. Uh, so I don't think I could go Panthers. If I go cheap, you know, cheap has been tough. They've been pricing teams pretty, pretty well, but I think the the Falcons at 2,600 would probably be the, probably the team I look at. I know they're a little higher than the bottom there, but we mentioned Tim Boyle and his, his 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> I think the Falcons there, if he's, He's in, out. I think you play the Falcons at, at twenty six hundred. I think he did. has that same type of game.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind the Bears, the Lions, the Falcons, the Jags, or the Jets. I thought all all those guys were pretty good in play just because of the price that they're at, and being able to save that money there might be able to pay off at better places. That's the way I was looking at it. I I may have been looking to try and jam those four wide receivers in there, though, Pierre. i got to (laughs) be honest. (laughs) But no, no, I mean, the Jets against the Jaguars, the Jaguars have, have mailed it in, and Trevor Lawrence hasn't done anything great. The Jaguars against the Jets, well, if you're going against the Jets, that's always a Possibility to have some kind of turnover, touchdown kind of a thing. And they're at, both of them are at 2,700. The Lions against Atlanta, Maddie, Maddie Ice always likes to throw an interception. And the Detroit Lions, if nothing, they've got a motor that goes nonstop. Now, once again, if golf is in there, I feel a lot more confident picking the Lions defense. I know he doesn't play middle linebacker, but you understand what I mean. It gives It gives the Lions a little more motivation if Tim Boyle isn't back there. And then the Falcons, of course, like you said.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think golf is a, a key for for both both the Falcons defense and the Lions defense. You, you kind of want him to be in there. Uh, if you're playing the Lions defense and you want him to be out, if you're you're playing the Falcons. So, I think that's in play. Again, I think you can go either Jets or Jags. I feel like one of these defenses are, are going to do well in this game just because of the situation. Um, I said it last week as well when it came to the the Texans and the Jags, and I believe it was the Texans uh, who you wanted. They uh, put up ten points for two point eight. Uh, which is 3.6 times the value. So the same situation here, uh, two different teams, right around the same price. Instead of 2,800 or 2,700, uh, flip a coin and everything's gonna win that game. I think you can play one of those defenses, and uh, like you said, one of the Lions or the Falcons, depending on the golf news.
0: I'm looking at that Eagles and Chiefs, too, at 3,600 and 3,500. I think Ben Roethlisberger is just a target back there in the pocket nowadays. And Kansas City has been getting after it on defense. And they're at 3,500. And then to me as well, Philadelphia is really fighting for that playoff spot. and The Giants just haven't shown up. Mike Glennon's back there throwing more touchdowns to the other team than he is to his team. (laughs) So I like Philadelphia this week as well. If I had to choose one of those, which one would you pay up for?
1: Between the Chiefs and the Eagles, probably the the Eagles. Um, I'm not even sure it'll be Glennon. It might be Jake Fromm, which could even be a better matchup. Mm. Uh, Roethlisberger can still, you know, manage the game. Uh, I feel like he has better weapons there as well with Deontay, Claypool, Najee Harris. So I, I'd probably take a chance with the Eagles before the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs have been playing better.
0: Okay. Anybody else you see that just jump out at you that you would want to play before we head over to running backs?
1: Not necessarily. Maybe the Bengals. Um, I think that's a team you can you can kind of watch there. Twenty eight hundred. You know they've been decent out uh, here lately. Uh, you look at nine, five, six, nineteen, ten. So uh, the Bengals there at home, big division rival for only, only twenty eight hundred. Again, you could either get a hobble at Lamar or perhaps uh, Huntley comes down to earth a bit if that's possible. So oh come on.
0: Come on, Pierre. I went over to running backs, and now Austin Eckler's on the COVID list. I'm sorry to interrupt you, buddy. I'm I'm just frustrated. I see Austin Eckler. He was at 8100. Going to be a great play this week against the Houston. Oh man,
1: come on. (laughs) Yeah, that that happened. Uh, I think there was a few people on that team. I think Bosa's already ruled out, but Uh Eckler's not ruled out yet, so he could he could still play. Um, But we have to see how that kind of develops. That's kind of the season right now. Tis the season. Uh, It's the the COVID list, and you know, who's in, who's out, and one of the NFL shuffles games where I can't play Cooper Cup on Sunday.
0: No doubt, yeah. (laughs) I I set a killer Yahoo lineup, a killer Yahoo lineup, my friend, and uh, I... I thought that they were going to include all the PPD games that I didn't. I didn't know that because DraftKings has them in red, so you don't play them and stuff like that. Yeah. They do a real good job. Yahoo did not do that, and I was like, "Oh wow, cool! <laughs> They're going to play everybody, all right." And I stuck them in there, and I was I was sky high, man. I was sky high. I was like, "Dog, I'm going to win it all this week," and it was a big contest. And, and that, no, because I put the postponed <laughs> in there, which had Cooper Cup, uh, Matthew Stafford. Oh boy! Yeah, Oops. that was really. Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go from Cook. I I am sorry to interrupt. You. He wasn't on there whenever I looked at this earlier. So I, that's what really frustrated me. Let's go from Cook all the way down to Saquon Barkley at 6,500. All right. Huh? Uh, Cook, by the way, is just so fast. It doesn't even look like his feet hit the ground. Here, <laughs> he's good, man. Uh, he's healthy.
1: He's good. He was good at Florida State. Same thing. It's health usually a concern, but he, he's capable of having a big game against anybody.
0: Uh, everybody's favorite game here in the holiday season, cookie or coal with, uh, we'll go all the way down to Saquon Barkley at 6,500. Do you think he'll give you a cookie or a cold Sunday? I'm going,
1: I'm going cold for like everybody. Really? <laughs>
0: even Dalvin?
1: He's probably the only one that I consider, but even then it's the Rams and, and Aaron Donald. So I probably go cold there as well. I think I'm going to attack the, the cheaper running backs here.
0: I understand that, and and the Austin Eckler one, I knew it. I, I was anticipating you were going to say he was on the road this time, but I didn't know if <laughs> in the dome and in the environment that he'd be in in Houston was going pers- to. So I was curious as to if whether or not you would get swayed the other direction with him.
1: No, I, I still I feel the same with the whole uh, road versus away, um, with with Eckler. So it's, it's tough. I know the dome can kind of change things, but again, I just. I follow the trends, and the trends just says he plays better at home. So I don't why that is. I don't. He, he has the same amount of touches and things on those lines, so maybe he's more motivated to air guitar in his home, his own okay. end zone.
0: <laughs> maybe he's got an amplifier there. Swift at sixty three hundred. We don't have to. We don't even have to talk about Swift anymore. He's not going to play the rest of this year, right?
1: Yeah, he's he's back practicing today. <laughs> so, <laughs> he sets you up there uh, potentially. That's what he, he's back practicing. Uh, I think uh, Jamal Williams is back, too, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of happens in this backfield. Uh, could put an end to like, Craig Reynolds and Godwin Ogabuke. Uh, so just pay attention to the news. I still probably wouldn't him, given the long layoff, and that Detroit's really not playing for anything except pride. Um, so I'd probably just leave him off the list.
0: Let's go down to Penny there at 5,500 then. And to me, this was a nice little area here. Uh, I think that in this Rams backfield between Henderson and Sonny Michelle, Sonny Michelle really looks like he's the one who got the most of, of the work, at least the most DraftKings points last week. Is this Sonny Michelle's backfield now, or is that just because Henderson maybe needed to be eased into things?
1: I, I think it's leaning that way. Like even before uh, Henderson went on the COVID list, uh, McVeigh started talking in just like press conferences to reporters, just how he liked the way Michelle runs, uh, just how he composes himself or keeps himself composed, and just a professional that he is. And you, you look at week 15, he played 73% compared to 27% with Anderson. So I think you can see that as long as he's running well, I think you can see that split continue to be uh, that that separated. I think the issue you're gonna run into is if uh, Michelle struggles or has like a fumble or something. I think they can quickly turn back to Henderson, but I do feel like they're going to give him a chance. They're winning. Uh, He's being the productivity that they need in the running back back, uh, situation there. So I I do think Michelle's the guy here right now.
0: Yeah, I've been saying it all year that if Sonny Michelle got a shot, he just looked powerful. He looked like he had something there in the tank in Los Angeles. So I'm glad I was right on that. You know what I want for Christmas? I want one running back in the Denver backfield. That's what I want in Christmas because I like <laughs> I like Williams a lot. He got a lot of DraftKings more, more DraftKings points for us than Gordon did last week. I wouldn't mind if Gordon sat out this week because I really <laughs> right. like that matchup for Williams if he does.
1: He's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> Melvin doesn't care about our fancy tees, but I do like Williams. <laughs> I like the way he runs. He runs hard. So yeah, if, if Melvin does sit, I think he can load in Javante there. If he if he doesn't, it's just so hard to play him. They pretty much split the uh, the backfield, you're you're just kind of hoping you have the one that gets a touchdown or, you know, catches one, et cetera. You look at, what, 59 and 41 for Javante last week. The week before that, it was 50 and 49 for Gordon. So you just never know uh, what's going to happen there in that Denver backfield. I feel like they both are going to be involved because of the Drew Lock situation, but I still just don't think you can pick one unless one's rolled out.
0: Yes or no, three times the value. Josh Jacobs.
1: Er, that's close, but no. James Robinson. Yes, I like James Robinson this week.
0: At four times the value, James Robinson.
1: Probably not four. <laughs> okay, three and a half. It's still three Jacksonville. Half. <laughs>
0: Ceh at three times the value, fifty-eight hundred. Uh,
1: no, I don't think Kansas City runs the ball enough.
0: Okay, all right. I, I could see them trying to lean on that game a little bit more. Um, yeah, they
1: still and- use Daryl Williams, though. He still comes in and. Snipes touchdowns and touches as well, so it's yeah. not CEH's backfield.
0: Yeah, if it was Kelsey or Hill, if Kelsey and Hill are both out, I I I, I like that Williams play a little bit better than Ceh, but I could see them trying to lean on the running game a little bit mm-hmm. more in Kansas City because there's no more. I've seen that I've seen that game before. I've seen that script before, and it's not good. All right, so it's yeah, not good for yeah. Kansas City. Uh, Daryl uh, no, no, David Montgomery three times value at 5700 against the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I like Montgomery uh, quite a bit here. I feel like he can get there again. We saw the Seahawks struggle uh, really against Michelle. Even I know he didn't get in the end zone, but if Montgomery gets in the end zone. He seems to be getting his touches. Uh, I like Montgomery here against the Seahawks for sure. My uh,
0: Miles Sanders, like you said, he he's doing everything until he gets to the five yard line. Why
1: do hate him? Why he
0: Why <laughs> I think Jalen loves Jalen, man. What number jersey does
1: Jalen have on?
0: The number Two. one right yeah I so it's like
1: oh is it one now i thought it
0: was two uh maybe two i don't know it's it it it, it, it changed in alabama so I, I i don't know what it is now
1: miles I sanders, thought so. because uh, i'm pretty sure like him and wince were wearing the same number at oh. one point but i think it is one now i think you're right
0: miles sanders uh th- three times the value at 5600
1: yeah i still like miles sanders you look at since he's been back he's been really productive there uh for the eagles um he needs to get in the end zone, but, you know, over 100 yards, you know, against the Jets week 13, over 100 yards uh, against the Washington football team, just get in the end zone. I think he can do that again. If he actually gets a touchdown, then the sky's kind of the limit for him.
0: Harris against the Buffalo Bills, 5,600.
1: No, um, can't do it there. He, he's coming off injury as well. They'll still be mixing in uh, Ramadre Stevenson and Bolden, so no on, on Damian Harris.
0: We said yes to Michelle. What about yes or no for Rashard Penny at fifty five? No, he I
1: don't know. Eh, yeah. Probably not. No.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so either. <laughs> All right, the rest <laughs> of the field Pierre here. Do we see anybody that jumps out at us? A Ronald Jones possibly because Leonard Fournette is not trending in my mind in the right direction.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Ronald Jones is Definitely going to be in play here. I know they signed Le'Veon Bell today, but I don't expect him to to be implemented that quick. As long as he doesn't fumble, I feel like Ronald Jones can get an opportunity to to kind of show why they didn't trade him and kind of kept him as uh, just kind of backup for for, for Fournette In case he went down, which he did, unfortunately. So I I don't mind Ronald Jones. He can watch the Singletary news. He's starting to to kind of get going here. Mm -hmm. Last two weeks, 14.9, 16.6. Saw 22 carries uh against the Panthers and the Bills don't like to run the ball but they haven't really you know went to Brita Uh, Zach Moss hasn't been a thing Uh, again I don't feel like this will be the guy that Belichick tries to take away when it comes to the Bills offense so 82% then 93% of the snaps for Singletary I don't mind him there at that 5100 price range also
0: Okay, and I I will save everybody the humiliation of saying Rex Burkhead this week. <laughs> hey,
1: <you
0: go>. <laughs> let's stay away from the Houston backfield. Oh man, I had Gaskin in there last week. Where who, Where did where did
1: uh, little DJ, DJ come from? Where did DJ. I didn't know, man. I knew I saw they called him up, and he was one practicing when everyone's on the COVID list. Oh. But once they activated Gaskin, I figured that he wouldn't really be in play, and I figured wrong. <laughs> Two That's... touchdowns, he just went nuts.
0: One DraftKings point from Miles Gaskin, and TJ got the rest. Come on, man. Hey, Pierre, build me a lineup that doesn't include Miles Gaskin. Well, he's not on the slate.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to start with, uh, guess
0: who? Cooper Cup is always in that. No
1: matter what. (laughs) Cooper Cup, uh, 9,100, is going to pay up. Start there. Um, I'll probably go ahead and pairing with Stafford. I I like their matchup again this week. I uh, feel like you need to have a, a safe quarterback, and he's kind of that quarterback that's safe. Can I double stack here? Yeah, give me Odell Beckham. I'm going to go ahead and double stack it up. So I got uh, Stafford, Beckham Cup. Give me a running back, James Robinson, big on Robinson against the Jets. Only 5,900 for James Robinson there. Let me toss in Antonio Brown. I think he's going to play. I think they're going to have to rely on him. Uh, $4,900, really good price for who's probably going to be the number one wide receiver if Mike Evans misses. So give me Brown. Let me get a defense in here to save some money and see where we can go. I think Goff's going to miss. So give me the Falcons at 2600 That leaves me 5100 Running back, give me – I'll go Ronald Jones. I'll take another buck here. Uh, I feel like it's going to be his backfield. I'm not really worried about Keyshawn Vaughn or, or Le'Veon Bell making his debut. Uh, so, give me Ronald Jones. That leaves me $5,200 for a tight end and a flex. So, if I go tight end here, let me see. I need to get a run back play. It's going to be... Mm. Let's hope Thielen. I'm going to hope Thielen plays. Uh, so, give me Thielen at the flex spot uh, as a run back there. He's 6900 That leaves me $3,500 at tight end, and I will go with... Give me your guy. Give me co-commit uh, there uh, against the Seahawks, 27th ranked against the tight end there. So Stafford uh, stacked up with Beckham and Cup. Run back is going to be Adam Thielen. Also got some bucks Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones. Got James Robinson. Uh, co-commit, Falcons, defense.
0: Woo, Pierre. Thank you for that li- dime lineup that will turn into <laughs> at least 20 sets, I believe. I think it'll be 20 sets. <laughs> yeah. But, Merry yeah. Christmas to me, Pierre. Thank you very yes. much, my friend. Hey, I hope we get to meet up sometime uh, very, very soon over the next couple of days or however that mm-hmm. it works out. I don't, I, can't, I don't even know what day it is. But uh, <laughs> for a bread man, it's really crazy this time. But thank you so much for making time for us during this holiday season. I hope to talk to you again next week as we wind down this DFS Dreamer podcast for this season anyway. Uh, we'll see what we do in the off season. But for this season anyway is what we're going to do. And Pierre, you can follow him over Twitter Twitter. twitter at peewee31 don't forget to follow me at loafnet oh and don't forget to follow the show at fi today with a little underscore thank you so much for listening sharing and from both of us here on the fantasy impact today network we want to wish you a very merry christmas